to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Donate as little as a dollar. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information and check out the trail mix. $35 more gets you free shipping. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey everyone, here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal, investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. I need to know how Skynet gets built. Who's responsible? The main most directly responsible is Miles Bennett Dyson. Who is that? He's the director of special projects at Cyberdan Systems Corporation. Why him? In a few months, he creates a revolutionary type of microprocessor. Go on. Then what? In three years, Cyberdan will become the largest supplier of military computer systems. All stealth bombers are upgraded with Cyberdan computers becoming fully unmanned. Afterwards, they fly with a perfect operational record. The Skynet funding bill is passed. The system goes online on August 4, 1997. Human decisions are removed from strategic defense. Skynet begins to learn at a geometric rate. It becomes self-aware at 2.14 a.m. Eastern Time, August 29th. In a panic, they try to pull the plug. Skynet fights back. Yes. It launches its missiles against the targets in Russia. Why attack Russia? Aren't they offensive? Because Skynet knows that the Russian counterattack will eliminate its enemies over here. Sarcasm.com, get to the chopper! Until then, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on Facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. And you can find me on TikTok until it gets banned at positive sarcasm. Find me on my YouTube channels, Positive Sarcasm and Positive Sarcasm Podcast. Uh, I've been, uh, it's been a little bit better here in the Spare Parts Studio. Record here at the Spare Parts Studio. Woo! I am JR, I'm your. I am your podcast host. If you want to be, if you want to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. I really, really appreciate it and could use any of your support uh, right now, especially right now when the world is going to a hell in a handbasket. 
Everybody's developing super intelligent drones that can fly autonomously by themselves. We have fucking COVID second wave coming. We got the mark. We got the stock market going absolutely batshit crazy in so many different ways. We got Kodak that made like 500% profit. Yeah, the camera company. Now apparently they're gonna get like an 800 million dollar loan from the from the fucking federal government. Apparently now they're doing pharmaceutical shit. So sure, the stock market went nuts. They went from two dollars a share to fifty dollars, as high as like 54, 55 dollars a share. What the fuck is going on? And obviously, you still have more and more stupid plaguing the freaking world right now, absolutely, with this whole COVID bullshit. Right now, here's... Okay. My mind is all over the place. I'm at the point where you any decisions... Number one, any decisions you make in the stock market has to... Do not make them with emotions. There is no emotions in the stock market. Everything should be methodical and well thought through. And if that is the case when making decisions on whether or not to make a purchase, whether for dividend payouts in long term or you're trying to make a quick buck in the short term, it's still simple. It's all about money. And if it comes down to that, it's all about your own independent and individual health and wellness. And that should apply not only to the market, but with anything else in your day and your life. So let's just take that as an example. Let's go all the way, let's go all the way back to my original thought process through all of this. All right. We need um we need sound minds. Like, uh, for example, I am a person who's absolutely batshit crazy. I say all kinds of stuff. I'm unapologetic. I offend many people. People love my videos, but they don't necessarily love me. And that's fine. I always want to be known for my products and service and then myself. I don't care about my identity. I care about the product and the service that I get out. That's more important than anything else. The podcast, that's a different thing. But here's the thing. Hold on. First of all, let me get a sip of coffee. Two parts Jamaican me crazy, two parts Pete's whole bean today. Everything at this point is getting way too out of control. So I'm going to have to reach out to the next generation of people that I hope, I hope when, since UFOs have been confirmed by the federal government and that we have people splitting apart culturally farther than ever before, and the idea of autonomy, uh, on, first of all, privacy, gone. And as far as being useful in the work po- workforce is ever decaying, in some ways it is, the simple jobs are going away. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do as an individual who still has opportunities? There are still tons of opportunities to make money. I've seen several opportunities from video camera operators in small rural towns to doing photography work to uh, learning how to fly drones, to editing video, to just manual labor, to mowing lawns. There are still tons of ways to make money and be your own boss. All right. Well, here's the thing. People are so racked up in credit card debt. You're talking to somebody who is approaching his 37th year of existence. I have some fucking advice for you, kiddos. And not just advice for kiddos, but for the people out there that are currently parents of young children. Listen. I know you have the dream that the I know you parents out there, whether you're still married or single moms or single dads uh, out there hoping that one day your children is your child's going to throw that cap and gown in the air as they go and get their overpriced bachelor's degree from the university of go fuck yourself. And they're, they're, but that's that I got bad news for you. That may not be in your child's future. That more than likely, more than likely will not be a part of your child's future. Because 
I don't know if that is really the future you should want for your child right now to begin with. Because college is stupid. College is fucking stupid. And the reason I say college is stupid is because it went from being a modest, rather in, in, uh, went from being an honest, inexpensive way of earning a degree before going into the workforce to an indoctrination, an overpriced indoctrination of modern day diversified bullshit. And it's completely fucking useless. I, even if you're going to be a doctor, and I talked about this many times before, I've written about it too in my blog section 100,000 years ago. Here's what, I, here's what I want from parents right now. I want you to strongly consider if your child has, is, hasn't even started to drive yet, hasn't even started to drive yet, and has maybe is maybe just starting to think about college or whatever. All right. This is a completely different way of thinking. I'm going to want you to consider this. Instead of your kid at the age of 18 or 19 or 17 going off to college, unless they had their heart truly set on it, going off to college at the age of 18 and then coming back during spring break or whatever to do their fucking laundry, I want you to consider this. They don't leave. They don't go to college. Here's another thing. Instead of doing that, I want you to take care of your kids from the age of 18 to the age of 22 or 23. We need to back up. We need to take a step back in order to move two steps forward. We can't have your children, your child, your own child, going off to college knowing that fully well when they come back, whether they pass or fail, that they're going to have thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. And who knows with the current economy, whether the gold prices go up or the fucking UFOs uh, do whatever, we don't know what the interest rates are going to be like. We don't know if your kid's going to be approved. We don't, and we don't know how, what your child is going to be like when they come back from their first semester of college, thinking they can change the world when all they can really do is screw it up. And it's already fucked up. We don't need your child adding to the catastrophe that is the United States right now and the rest of the fucking world. So I need you to do this. Consider and talk to your kids, your stupid fucking kids, about quite possibly not going to college. And there's a lot of kids who don't go to college. They immediately get out of high school and they go right to work. Now, consider this. There's, here's a thought. If they, here's two, well, two things to consider. All right. Right now, a lot of jobs are, are hiring specifically through internships or through experience. Therefore, they don't need college. All right, cool. And here's another, so they get out of high school, they can go right into a job. They can, believe me, they can. And there's a lot of money to be made. Also, if you get out of college and the first thing you do, if you hold your kids, your kids don't have to pay rent, okay? They don't have to pay for cable. They don't have to pay for anything. They just have to take care of shit around the house. Take care of shit around the house. And I mean this. The reason I'm saying that is this. Well, actually, let me see. Here's what your kids should be doing around the house. You got a lawn, they mow it. They got you got dishes, they wash them. They you got dinner, they cook it. Um all that shit. Any maintenance around the house that needs to be done, you can teach them how to unclog toilets, everything like that. Personal responsibility within a house. If they want to own a home or, or rent an apartment when they get all older, they got to learn how to fucking take care of it first. Okay? 
So anything that has to be done around the house, you're going to show them how to do it, and they're going to do it. Anything mowing the lawn or, or, or snow plowing the driveway, they're going to learn all that stuff. But in return for all the work that they're doing around the house, the hard manual labor of just being around the house and doing the chores, uh, they're not going to pay any rent. None. They're not going to pay you any room and board. They're going to live in your home for free, and you're going to subsidize that. However, they're going to work too. And on top of on top of the chores that they're doing, all of, all of them around the house, your laundry, your lawn, your food, they'll thank you for it in the long run. They're also going to work. I don't give a shit what they do. They want to go. If the restaurants are open, great. If they're going to work at a lumberyard, awesome. They're going to work at a golf club, great. They're going to work in a candy shop, who cares? Whatever they're going to do, whatever brings money in, okay? Whatever they can. If they can find a job for eight, nine dollars an hour, good. They can make two hundred and fifty to three hundred bucks a week washing fucking dishes. Serious, no joke. They can do that. They can find a job making two fifty to three hundred bucks a week living at home and they could take every penny of that so that's three six nine let's say they make an average 300 bucks a week three six nine twelve so they make in one month they make twelve hundred dollars so they take twelve hundred dollars we're gonna do this for four years 18 19 20 21 20, okay 22 all right we'll do it for five years so we're gonna take 12 we're gonna do twelve hundred a month let's do twelve hundred a month times 12 months. All right, so that's $14,400. Now we're going to times that by five years. Okay, that's $72,000 that they did they, they made by being a dishwasher for four or five years or whatever. 72 grand. So your child from between the ages of 18 and 23, 22, 23 years old, can make between 70 and $100,000 and not touch a single penny of it. And then they can make, and in those years that they're making that money, they can take it all, they'll take all of it and put it in the market. They'll put it in a 401k, they'll put it in a, uh, a Roth or a 401a, or they're going to put it in the market. Or they're going to put it in the stock market where they get dividend payouts. For example, AT&T has a 50, they have a 50 cent dividend. So for example, if you had, if you had 30 grand or 40 grand, 30 to, if you had between 30 and 50 grand of a decent stock, they could make every quarter a couple grand of dividend payouts paid right into their bank, paid right into their bank account. Just like that. You'd have to pay. They would have to pay capital gains tax if they withdrew, if they ditched the stock after two years. But as long as they don't sell the stock, they're not going to have to pay that insane tax. So now they have a dividend. They have a strong amount of money going into their bank account after a, after just a couple, three, four years of working. They have 75, 70, between 70 and 80 grand, 70 and 80 grand all in stock portfolio of companies that have a proven track record are still paying out significant amounts of dividends. So as and that money is great. So they're they're doing all your work for you at the house. They're cooking your dinner. They're not going to college and wasting their goddamn time. 
and they're taking every fucking penny, every penny, and just putting it in the market. Simple as that. And what they'll do by doing that, so their dividend payouts will pay them between $1,000 and $2,000. Basically, if it's a quarter, they would be able to make enough money just from their dividends to not actually have to go and get a real job. And when I say like, not a real job, but they would never have to walk into an office. They would never have to suffer the, the, uh, the pride, the pride shattering, um, thing of walking into an office or taking a bullshit office job. And if they did, they would only have to do it for another couple of years. The idea is that they would immediately from 18 to 23, put, take all that money and put it in the stock market. Take it all, put it in the stock market. With, I don't care if it's in gold mining firms or AT&T or uh, REITs, which are real estate, um, which are real estate stacks, and or whatever. As long as the return and all that information is available, whether it's the E-Trade app or the Robinhood app, I want to financially set your kid up so that they don't have to deal with the with life, with bullshit life. And here's the thing: if they're at home. And they're nearby, and they find a local job nearby. They're not going to need an expensive car. They're not going to need expensive things. Things are cheap nowadays. You can go on Slick Deals right now and buy a really nice cell phone. A really nice cell phone that edits video and does social media, and you can do your advertisements and all that other stuff for almost nothing. You can buy one off contract through LG or Asus or Samsung for a couple hundred bucks. And then from there, they can start a business. They can start a side business. While their dividends are paying out and supporting them, they can go and maybe start finding, they can have an, a, a small apartment somewhere, not a lot of money. Or for the first year, say like 18 to 22, they make $80,000. And believe me, it's not a hard thing to do. If you take every dime that you make, $14,000, between fourteen dollars and $15,000, if you took every penny and just put it away after taxes, after taxes, absolutely. You took all that money and you threw it in the fucking stock market and you just left it in there, absolutely it would mature. Absolutely it would mature and you would make those dividends. There's so many options out there for you. So you take all that money and put it there and then you would have, after the age of 22, that first year, they can start taking that money and putting it away towards like a small apartment. And as long as their needs are being met with the dividend, so that dividend payout is now supporting uh, a small apartment, repair bills on their car, because they won't have a payment, and they'll understand the struggle. They'll understand the struggle, and they'll be with you for four years. You'll be, get to see your kids for another four years. And they'll understand the hard work of working and taking care of the home. And when they get their own place, they'll appreciate the shit out of it. And they'll learn a lot between that. College, they're not going to learn anything anymore. They're not. All they're going to learn to do is fucking riot. So what's the point? Why bother going? So why don't you just take them, keep them home. Keep your kids home for, the, for their college years. And drown the colleges. And then after that, that, that third year when they turn 23... Get them ready for moving out. They won't have to pay a dime. That's your that's your return to them. 
It's going to, yeah, they're going to want their freedoms and stuff like that after they work and after they fucking do all their chores in the house. And then they can go out and they'll have $80,000, $80,000 in stock portfolio. That's insane. That's insane. $80,000 in stock portfolio. If you had, let's say uh, REITs right now, you could buy, you could buy uh, some, some uh, what do you call it? Some real estate stacks for $3 and fucking, you can buy it for like three bucks a pop. And their original dividends were like 50 cents. So if you have, say, 40 grand, like 0. 0.50 times like, uh, I don't know, 10,000 shares, that's like, mm, that's like five grand a quarter. That's like five grand a quarter. So every, five, so every quarter, there's four quarters a year, they will get a $5,000 dividend payout from, the, from their diversified portfolio. Believe me, these, this number, any way you want to shake it up, it's, it's doable. It's truly doable. And all you got to do is keep your fucking kids home for four years. And $8 an hour, $9 an hour, Starbucks, I don't know. I mean, back when I was, when I was like 16 or 17, when I was 16 or 17, you could get a job. I started, I started a little tiny diner when I was truly on the pay, like an actual payroll payroll, uh, besides Subway. I was like 15 when I started Subway. And I, was, and I had my car. When I had an actual car, I was like 16 or 17. And I went, I started a little diner. It was like 625, 650. But I immediately bumped up to like $8 an hour. That was back in 2000, 2000 2001. Your kids can easily make between eight and nine bucks an hour doing hosting at a restaurant or washing dishes or being a line cook or or whatever. They can easily make that money, and you're gonna and they just just take all that money. Let your kids stay home. Believe me, you want your kids to be around. You want your kids to be around, and give them some freedoms. But that money, that paycheck, that whole fucking paycheck is gonna go right into an app or an application or an, a, an, an investor. And we're not say, And at this point, we're not saving for retirement anymore. We are saving for now. We're saving for now. So you're going to take all that money and you're going to put it in the market for dividend payouts. Okay? And when they're done, after two or three years, they can start their... While they're at home, they can start their own Twitch gaming channel they can start their own YouTube channel. They can start a whole bunch of things while they're at home. So they can build a whole company, a whole image, or a whole side gig while at home, not spending a dime, really, or spending any money whatsoever. I know because I built a spare parts empire with very little cash. All right. So every opportunity or piece of product that I was donated to me or that I found on the side of the road, I took advantage of it. I took advantage of it. So by the time they're 22 or 23 and they have $80,000, they, they can have a grand or two a month, which is a lot of money for a youngin because they don't have a huge cell phone bill. They don't have other, they don't have any debt. They don't have any fucking debt. They won't have a huge, they won't have a car loan. They won't have a college loan. They won't have a huge phone bill. They won't have a huge apartment bill. They won't have fucking alimony. They hopefully won't be, you know, all that stuff is where the shit goes sour. That's where everything spins out of control because when they get out of college, they need a high-paying job because they got to pay for that brand-new car and then they got to pay for the fucking college loans. When I got out of college, my loans were almost $300 a month. 
were almost $300 a month, and I paid for that shit for like 10 fucking years. 10 fucking years. And then wrote them a check and told them fuck off. At least one of them anyways. And if I would have, if I would have, if I would have focused on that point of view then as I do now, well, obviously, if I knew then, that's fucking, ca- thanks, Captain Hindsight. Anything else you want to share with us? Yeah, kind of. But if you give them that four years, you got to break. But the thing is, you got to keep your kids home. Don't send them off to college. Don't send them off to college. Keep them home. You've got the room. Yeah, they're going to use up a little bit more electricity, but they're going to take care of your lawn. They're going to make your dinner. They're going to wash all your dishes. They're going to take all that stress off of you. And you got to keep them home. What else can we do at this point? What else can we do at this point? And you got to give them their freedoms and allow them some of the same freedoms that they were going to have when they were in college. Okay? You got to let them understand relationships. You got to let them understand communication. You got to let them understand uh, the drug and alcohol world, maybe in some way, shape, or form. You got to let them have their own opinions. But you got to let them air their opinions, and then you got to go after their opinions. You got to have that conversation. Because the conversation's not being had in college. It's all indoctrination. It's all fucking mind warping and brainwashing. You're not getting the stuff that you would originally being, uh, would uh, want your kids to get. There's so much more information they could have. You can go and get a lot of college stuff online and learn more for free or for very little money online. They can get certified in all kinds of stuff online. Hell, you can go and be a justice of the peace. You can go right now and sign up and be a justice of the peace. And then you can go and initiate little weddings. Go around and do little weddings, and you'll get paid. And you'll get paid. I know. I went to two weddings. In the last year, I went to two weddings that were done by justice of the peace. One in San Francisco and one in Rochester, New Hampshire. Both done by justice of the peace. Just justice of the peace. Guess what? They got paid. They got paid to show up at a location and do a job. And it probably didn't require a lot, but it required enough. So they did that, and that's cool. And it's a, that's another option. But while you're going, while you're, I mean, imagine that if you were 22 or 23 years old and you have almost a hundred thousand dollars, and I'm saying I'm, I'm not fucking kidding. I'm not kidding you. I'm really not kidding you. There were people out there that, okay, is, is it even? Am I, am I lying by saying that? Mm. Am I really lying by saying you can have $100,000 by the time you'd finish four years of school in, in, in the stock market, accruing uh, dividend payouts and things like that? I'm not, you know what? I'm not fucking lying. I'm really not. And I'm being, what do you call it? I'm being super modest by saying what? I'm being super modest by saying uh, fourteen thousand. I'm saying that's like eight nine dollars an hour after taxes. Now, what about if you were making twenty? If you're if you went and started at like a small company, like a shitty office or whatever, and you were making instead of eight nine dollars an hour, you were making uh, eleven or twelve. Well, now we're talking like twenty thousand dollars a year. Now twenty, and you got four or five years. Now we're closer to now we are closer to 100 grand. We're definitely closer to 100 grand. So you have that little bit more that you're making in the market. It's there. It's not going anywhere. Unless that market crashes or that company cuts dividends, that money's there. And you can after 2 years, you can pull that money from that 
stock so you don't uh, you don't have the, the fear of capital gains taxes and move it to another stock with the same interest, with the same dividend payout. And you can go and look on the NASDAQ or on the S&P and it'll tell you what their quarterly div is. And you can learn the market. So you're learning social skills. You're learning uh, office work skills. You're learning personal responsibility. You're learning innovation and technology. You're learning how to take care of a home. You're learning how to have a conversation with adults by being home with your parents. You're learning all this stuff in four to five years. And then you can learn how to create your own business in the meantime. Why? why? So the, the, my whole point in this is this. My whole point is is very simple. For for any kids, for the, this is strictly for parents. For any children that are reaching the age of eighteen, they're not going to college. Don't send them off to college. Don't tell them they have to go to college. Keep them home. They don't have to pay rent. They don't have to pay rent. Spend a dime on the home. They just have to take care of it and treat it as if they were own. That's what. That's their responsibility at home. And then we'll take that, you'll take their paycheck and we'll put it in, we'll put it in the stock market. We'll put it in the stock market so that when they are eventually ready to go out on their own at, at 23 and 24, they will have that whole nest egg. And they will never have to suffer, suffer at having to work at a job or in a profession that they can't fucking stand. I mean... What better finance, what better free, we're all looking for our freedoms at this point. We're all looking for freedom of opportunity to explore our own passions. And this is money you don't, you don't have to take, imagine that, you don't have to take any money from the state. You don't have to take any money from the government. And after the age of 22 or 23, you don't have to take any money from family members. So you don't have to borrow any cash whatsoever. And you'll learn how to all allocate all those funds accordingly so that you can live your own life and chase your own dreams. And then while you have the stock portfolio working in your favor and you know when that money's going to come, you'll know because the market doesn't, yeah, that's, it's set date. The dividend is, is accrued. It tells you how much you're getting. And the next day, boom, it's in your account. Done. Simple as that. And there are so many other ways to accrue money while you're doing that. You could do uh, surveys. You can do surveys. You can use the Brave app. You can also, yeah, you can also use the Brave app. You can use shopping apps. You can use all these other apps that help you accrue Bitcoin and additional money and additional gift cards on top of that. Now you're starting to trickle up. Now you have extra money kicking around. You see a penny on the side of the road, what do you do? You pick that son of a bitch up, you put it in your pocket, you bring it home, and you throw it in a little bag so you don't have to worry about it. And then you go on to Craigslist and you look for uh, like little towns that need like videographers or something like that. And boom, it's like, okay, I have two towns over, they're charging 50 bucks. How many nights a week? Five. Okay, we get your stupid little Toyota Camry with 100,000 miles on it. You drive to that fucking town and you do that job. That's an extra 250 a week. It's an hour a day. It's an extra hour a day. So that's 250 a week. On top of that, so that's what, four weeks? Okay, there you go. Minus gas. We got, okay, 800 bucks, 900 bucks. On top of that, you take all that and throw it in the market while you're doing all this other shit. Do it. There's, there's no time to waste now. There's absolutely no time to waste with everything else, else, excuse me, that's going on. So, but the sacrifice in your independence as parents, you'll get back in the work that's being provided 
for you by your kiddos. And they'll be better off for it too because we need more responsible youth. We need a more responsible youth so by parents, the, the, up, the upcoming, uh, our future parents that our kids are turning 17 and 18, you're going to have to make that sacrifice. You're going to have to take that step back so everybody else can take two steps forward. But that's the only thing you have to do. Keep them home. Don't send them off to college. Because some shit is hitting the fan out there. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, shit, man. Right now, I'm taking every dime that I have, getting rid of all my debts, any debts that I have. I mean, I won't make some, I mean, my, my comfortable sacrifices as far as my computers, well, my computers didn't cost me anything. My computers didn't cost me dick with the exception of a few upgrades. My, my electronics were, were not expensive at all. My drone, my last drone was my only purchase. So it's important that I take every dime that I have because, I mean, my car, I barely put any mileage on my car. And I love my car. My car's not going anywhere. But it does, I don't put a lot of mileage on it. So what do I do? Now is a great time to take all that money and put it in a situation where it starts to pay me. As long as I don't take it away and just leave it in there, I'm going to have more freedoms to do what I want. It's important. Because I don't want to do things I don't want to have to do anymore. Right? I don't think we all do. It, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm tired of going online and seeing stupid people and hearing what they had to say and hearing all their fucking bullshit drama. Do you hear what Thera said about that? No, I don't want to hear any of that stuff anymore. I don't want to hear about anybody, anybody. Any, there's no stupid, I don't have any stupid friends. Stupid friends, I have no, I don't want to deal with any acquaintances. They're like, oh my God, you hear this, this drama or blah, 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 blah. Or they, they start to go into politics or the fucking bullshit drama of just things that don't matter in life. You have, we all have those friends that talk about bullshit stuff, whether it's back home or from people from high school or people that, you know, people at work or uh, p family members and talk about, oh my God, do you hear about the Wachowskis did? Like, oh my God, do you hear about Sarah? Hey, 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 shut the fuck up. Shut, shut, shut the fuck up. We don't want to hear about that shit. None of us, it's not helping us get any farther than we have to in life. You don't want to hear about that stuff from anybody anymore. None of that stuff matters at all. Your job right now is to get to the fucking finish line where you don't have to deal with any bullshit anymore, especially me, because I don't want to deal with fucking stupid people. I deal with stu stupid fucking people every fucking moment of my life, and I'm tired of that. I'm tired of absolutely having to deal with that, and I'm going to work really, really fucking hard, as hard as I mentally know how to uh, innovate this way, innovate this whole thing in a way where I'm just taking, making money. Just, I will not sacrifice the creativity of PS, but any extra dollar that I have, any extra dollar that I have, if it's not being invested in the company, will go into the stock market. Or we'll go down to paying, paying down debt. By next year, I do not want to have a loan on my car. I do not want to have any credit card debt. None. And I won't. By next month, I will be officially credit, credit card debt free. And I want that car paid off by the end of the year too. All that shit. And I just want to have residual income. I want to be, we all strive to be our own person. And I want to tell you, these are the things, these are the sacrifices you have to do. And you know what? When you really think about it, it's not hard. You just have to work hard. If you work hard, it's not hard. You know, I, I really root for, I really do want to root for people, but I just, I can't, 
pro- I can no longer process the amount of stupid that is out there on a daily basis. We're afraid to speak our minds. We're afraid to convey our thoughts. We're afraid to be loose cannons with an in fear because it's important to kind of get shit off your chest. But nowadays that's seen as aggressive, loose cannon, uh, a liability. So every moment of every day when you wake up to when you go to bed, you've got an opportunity for within five to 10 years. If you didn't, if you've missed that cutoff point of I, I went to college, I got debt. Fuck. What do I do now? All right. What do you do now? All right. Well, here's the thing. There's a couple things you can do. If you are drowning in fucking debt, which I'm sure some of you are, well, look, your companies, these companies, these credit card companies, these uh, student loans, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't. Stop acting like you, these companies, they, they should, first of all, they should stop pretending like they care about you. They don't. They don't give a shit about you. None of them. They, they offer a service and they want your money. Okay. You can go and do a refinance, a consolidation. You can do that. And you know what? It, you may feel like an asshole when you go through the process, but you're just, at this point, we're all just trying to save our own asses. Because people are racking up thousands of dollars in credit card debt, thousands of dollars in college debt. You got to get out of it and call them. Call Premier Debt Solutions. Call one of these places that it's like, listen, what simple, this is what they do. You call them up. You tell them, I got this much debt. I'm only this making this much money. I fucking hate my job and I got to get out of this situation. What can I do? And they'll tell you. All right. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to take all your phone number, your address. We're going to change it over to this location that we're at. And you're going to stop paying on all this shit for now. And they're going to call. We're going to negotiate with these people. Your credit card, your, your excuse me, your, uh, what is it? Your credit score is going to take a significant hit, but it's better than bankruptcy. And then we're going to negotiate with these people that are going to try to uh, intimidate you into paying through paying directly to them. You pay us and we'll pay them. And some of them will settle for a solid cash uh, deposit for like a third of what you actually owe. Some of them will take payments. And within two or three years, uh, not even, maybe two years, you'll be completely out of it. And you'll have paid a third of your actual debt. And while you're paying that, your credit score after the initial hit will start to go back up. And you'll start to breathe easier. And as you start to breathe easier, your mind will clear. And as your mind will clear, new ideas will start to pop into your head. For once, it was a, it was a stranglehold of oxygen. Now it's thinking clearly. And now you can start coming up with fresh ideas, learning how to restart again after the mistakes that you made when you were, you're, you were younger because you didn't get that opportunity when you were 18 to put fifty dollars to $100,000 in the fucking stock market. You didn't get that opportunity, but now you got another chance. It's going to be a slower road, but it is going to be a, it's going to be a road paved in struggle and you're going to appreciate it a lot, you know? So I think that might be a way to go. That might be another way to go because believe me, you don't want to declare bankruptcy. I mean, if you absolutely have to, yeah, I get it, but that's an unforgiving process and that stays in your credit report for a long time. 
And people right now, they're just kind of going out into the world with fucking, you know, like a dick with no condom on. And they're just getting everything pregnant. And there's no way. And they're just making a rash of stupid decisions. And one of the biggest ones is going off to college. One of the biggest ones is going off to college. Number two is getting into a miserable career. Getting involved in a miserable career at a miserable job that no, you, you fucking can't stand. And that, that, in buying into that, pretend, or at least pretend buying into that fake corporate culture will drain your soul and will kill any creativity that you were born with. And that can ruin your chances of being truly your own individual human being. And that's the worst thing. It's just, that's, that's it. There are worse things to lose than your life. It's your individuality, your freedom. And if you give that all up because you bought into some corporate culture or college structure, that's what what are we doing? It's pointless. Shit's gone haywire out there. Information is hard to parse through. It's like digging for gold. So so if you are already out of college and you have that debt, you can consolidate. Go into the stock market and start putting every dime that you have in the market now. Because believe me, a lot of companies are going to fold up. There will be, there will be another crash or a, uh, uh, a deflation period. But something will always be there to be purchased. Okay? So that, that, is, a, that is a thing. You've got to do your homework. But if you are in college, that opportunity is there for you now. Or you before, if you haven't gone to college yet, your parents can make that decision for you and save you all and save you a lot, a lot of pain. Save you a lot of pain. And you know what? Parents want the satisfaction of knowing that they were good parents. Believe me, that's all. That's all a lot of parents want. They just want to know, like, I, I'm here. I help my children. I help my children. I help them. I was at two, but I helped them get to four. And that's good enough for them. Knowing that they had they have the opportunity to give their kids a better life is enough for them. But this is a real win-win for both people. And I think it's the compromise that parents and kids now can make in order to have a far better life. I think there's so much more than that. I think there's so much more to this. And I really think it should be explored further. And I would love to discuss it with somebody or anybody. In the meantime... um. You could support this podcast, this one. Matt, you know, two million people gave me a dollar. You know, you go to my website. That, yeah, okay. Anyways, you can go to my website. You can support this podcast, this web, this website, uh, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Um, so just trying to get, I, I offer a lot of interesting advice on this podcast. And believe me, this, I mean, you could say, I want to go to college. I want to go to college. I want to learn a trait through there. Okay, good. It's still an option. I'm just stating you don't have to go. You don't have to go. And a lot of times, especially nowadays, even even if with a government job, you shouldn't. It might even be pointless. So I'm just saying it's 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 not as what it's advertised to be. I don't I don't know what it's like for a kid now to go to college. I just know it's you're not getting you're not getting what you're paying for. When I went to college, you may not have been getting what you were paying for then. You are definitely not getting what you're paying for now. But if you know how to code, shit. If you know how to code straight out of high school, 
just go work for a company. You, if you know how to code or something like that and, and develop stacks, go learn how to develop stacks at a corporate company that does like mutual funds or some shit and just go create fucking stacks. Go create stacks and you'll make 50, 60 grand right off the top. 100 grand. And then you're going to retire by the age of 30. You can retire by the age of 30. And then what? You don't have to answer to anyone. No, imagine that. You don't have, you'll have to, you, you'll wake up, you'll make coffee or tea, and then that's it. Your day is yours. You can go work for it. You can go help out with nonprofits. You can go sailing. You can go and start your own business. You can do a travel vlog. Your day is yours. And you don't have to answer to anyone. You can, you truly have a, you truly do have the power to do whatever you want. Well, not whatever you want, but you truly have the power to be your own person in life. You just got to start now and put a lot into it. And within a few years, it can make a world of difference. It can make a world of difference. I hate knowing that sometimes my body gets tired and the t- there's a TV there and it turns on and it's just like, ah, I get frustrated. I don't like being around televisions. I have the podcast studio and I have the desktop battle. I have, the, I have three things. I have the battle station. The battle station is four computer screens. The lab is two servers. The spare part studio is three computers, three, uh, four screens. Excuse me. One, two, three, four, five screens and a tablet, and a cell phone. So I have, it's it, it keeps me in the matrix that I need to be in in order to produce content. So I, I that's, and it doesn't, co- it doesn't cost you a lot. It does not cost you a lot. I'm just, I'm just saying, trying to, there's, there's so many ways of doing all this shit. By ignoring all the crap that you see out there for the, through the mainstream media and, and, and through your, your fr- quote, friends, don't even waste your fucking time. It's pointless now. It's completely pointless. Go out there and make that money and be your own person. You don't need friends when you're younger. You just need finances. You can find friends later. And when you find and then when you deserve those friends, that's when you'll deserve that free time. Believe me, you don't need fucking friends when you're in your 20s. You just need direction. Let's go ahead and get to some Q&A and we'll close up shop for today. I know I saw one right off the top that drove me fucking bananas. Um, I'm going to be as aggressive as I want to be on this podcast. I really don't care. I have, I, I know, I see a lot of things out there and sometimes maybe I'm just blowing a little more extra smoke up your ass, but believe me, the money is there. The money is there and the opportunities are there. You just got to look and you don't have to answer to the man. For 20 fucking years, hoping for that gold watch or whatever the fuck the, the, the cliche is. All right. Or you could go into the military, but I mean, <laughs> you do you. All right, here's the first. Okay. Did Q&A. Here we go. Woo! Am I a jerk for threatening to evict my tenant for bringing meat into her apartment? I rent out a studio in the basement of my house. 
it is very explicitly stated in the lease agreement that tenants are not allowed to bring any non-vegetarian foods into the pre- onto the premises. About a week ago, I saw what was clearly a meat package inside of a grocery bag that she was unloading from her car. When I confronted her and pointed out that the lease agreement, she gave me an extremely bewildered look. She claimed ignorance which I told her was no excuse whatsoever since she was willingly signed the agreement. I pulled the agreement out of on my phone and showed her the clause. I told her to immediately either discard the package along with any other non-vegetarian foods inside the bag into the trash door, outdoor trash bin or take it off the premises. I also told her to do the same for the apartment within, within three days, after which I will conduct an inspection. She screamed at me and told me to go to hell, refusing to discard the package that she was, which she was carrying. When I conducted the inspection, I, was, I very predictably found a, several meat packages and a carton of chicken broth inside the refrigerator. I documented what I saw and gave her an official 15-day notice to quit, after which I will begin the eviction process if she does not comply. When I handed it to her, she went hysterical and started crying. She was claiming that I'm violating her human rights and sh- that she'll starve to death. Am I the asshole? You are 100% a fucking giant piece of shit is actually what you are. You're 100% a fucking asshole 100% and I don't even think what you're doing is legal I think this is I I don't care like shit like that is just is wrong morally and probably legally you have no legal right to tell anyone what their actual dietary request uh, what their diet should be like oh take it off premises Uh uh-uh doesn't work that way it does not work it does not work that way at all I don't care what fucking state you live in you're just a piece of shit because you understand. You understand. Even if this was legal, anybody that she, anybody that she comes in contact with, she can put out, she can post on Yelp, on Reddit, on 4chan, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube, to not rent from you. To not rent from you. You will not find another tenant. You're an absolute piece of shit for doing that by stating that you're in your little club, no meats allowed. First of all, you're not a fucking nutritionist. And even if you were a nutritionist, your your opinion and your whole contract is fucking garbage. Uh, you can go to hell. You are a giant asshole for doing that, especially right now. People are just, some people aren't there. Not me, because I'm doing perfectly fine. I'm just a little fucking insane. But people out there are having a tough time of it. Everybody goes through a tough phase of, uh, goes through a phase of tough times. And she could be going through a tough time. She's not doing anything wrong by buying groceries bringing them upstairs, cooking them, and eating them. And you're getting in the way of that whole process by stating you're not allowed to eat these certain foods. And in a very free country, you're telling somebody else what they should be doing. That is not a free country. That is not a free community. You're a piece of shit. And if anything, you should actually be in a... You're, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's like a board or something like that, like tenant and resident and landlord association or some shit like that. And yeah, that I don't think you should be allowed to rent out to people if you're doing shit like this. It's it's absolutely absurd that you would tell somebody that they're not allowed to bring a certain food product into the, into an apartment that they pay rent for. Now I get it if it's a smoke free apartment or a dog free or a cat free apartment or something like that. That's a whole different story. But as far as food products, that doesn't work. That's not gonna fly. It doesn't fly with me. It doesn't fly with me. I don't care if it says in the thing that you're it's a vegetarian apartment or some bullshit. It doesn't it doesn't fly. It's not going to work. I'm a, I I you can, I think you can tell by now I'm 100% 100% vehemently against the policy that you have in place. And yeah, are you an asshole 
for telling somebody they have to fucking vacate their premises right now when you really have no idea what they're going through. Yeah, you're a shitbag. You're a fucking shitbag. If they're paying rent and they're not doing anything illegal, they're perfectly fine. Let's move on to the next one. Let's see. How can I? Maybe we'll do one or two more and then we'll get out of here for the day. Uh, oh, this is okay. Let's try to go through this one. This one is this one fits me perfectly. All right. As an alpha male, how can I find a woman? Let's see. As an alpha male, how can I find a woman who understands me? I'm a single man in my late 30s who has never really been close to marriage. I am very much an alpha male, and while I had many girlfriends and lovers, I'm getting to the point where I would like to find someone who to settle down with. My problem is at this point uh is my problem at this point is options. I am employed by the federal government. When I first started way back in the early 2000s, I was a basic employee. So finding a woman at work was fairly easy. But now I'm in an upper management position and part of my code of conduct, I cannot date anyone who is a subordinate. Okay, that's actually good. Even though I've broken that rule in the past. Well, understandably so. Don't everybody, don't date at the office. Um... Okay, so that cups my options at work practically no. However, I will get women subordinates flirting with me, making suggestive comments like, you have big hands. Okay, let's get past this. I don't even acknowledge them for fear of being a Me Too statistic. So it brings me to my next point. I know that as an alpha male, I can be difficult to be with in relationships. I sure, uh, I'm sure you know all about alphas, and I don't need to explain the reasons. How do I find someone who can understand me and mesh with me so I don't get on their nerves too much? And what type of woman personality-wise should I be searching for? I'm tired of driving women away, but I can't seem to help. I can't seem to help it. Does it have anything to do with my younger years when I prefer jumping from girl to girl and not wanting anything exclusive? Or is it just part of being an alpha male? I don't think I, you know what? I think the way you're writing this, the way you're questioning yourself is I don't think you're an alpha. I don't think you're an alpha. I just, I just think you were young. Alphas don't do that. Alphas don't question themselves like this. Alphas have complete confidence. Sociopaths are kind of, uh, sociopaths and alphas can also be, uh, you know, that's a fine line there too. But no, you're just young. I don't, number one, I don't think you're an alpha. Yeah, you work at a government job, whoopty fucking do. But no, you don't date, number two, you don't date your subordinates. But I don't think you're an alpha. I think you're just stating that for the record that you're trying to be overconfident. But in either case, I think what you should do is, you first of all, you didn't talk about your physical wealth, health and well-being. You said you've dated a lot. Okay, fine, whoopty fucking do. Well, you need to step away. Here's what you should do. Step away completely from dating life altogether. Hookups, um, hookups, short-term dating, any whatever it is, anything like that. Just step away completely from dating, six months, a year, whatever it takes, and just focus on being you and traveling and develop, develop a personality that has to do with out being outside of of working for the federal government, traveling, uh, uh playing Dungeons and Dragons. I don't give a shit. Something that you can have a conversation with, with people in general, let alone females, about something other than having to be like, oh, I work for the government, federal government, that's all I do, that's all I do, and that's all I am. Nobody's interested in that. Nobody gives a shit about that. So take a lot of time for yourself to just do exploratory things that don't have to do with dating because you're not an interesting person. You work for the federal government. That doesn't make you interesting, Okay. That just makes you, what, a high roller with a decent pension? There's nothing interesting in that. Women don't give a fuck about, well, okay. Some women give a shit about that. But you're looking for somebody to fall in love with. Well, you have to take a long time off for yourself and just focus on 
things that you want to do, things that maybe you didn't know you were interested in or just anything other than anything other than work so that you can create a story. So that you can create a story that you can tell people later on. Right? Oh, I'm distracted. I got a dog in the house. Right, Chase? Right, buddy? Yeah. I think he was trying to hunt me earlier. I don't know what that was all about. I saw his little red rocket come out. But yeah, take a year off from dating. Don't focus on that at all. And just go out and do whatever it is. Bungee jumping. Jumping off a fucking out of an airplane. Or or going on a vacation or a sabbatical. Just doing, trying to find interests and hobbies that you really like. And music and going out to clubs. But just avoid dating. Avoid that whole dating thing so you don't get distracted. And then when you do decide to date again, uh, you'll have somewhat of a personality and you'll humble yourself. Humble yourself by going to martial arts too. Not just like the easy ones like karate or whatever that bullshit is. I'm talking about like Brazilian jiu-jitsu where you're, the minute you walk in, you're going to get humbled by somebody. And you go and you practice that. And you'll develop a new personality, a new trait, and you'll see the world a little bit differently. You'll realize that you're much smaller in the world than you actually than you originally thought. Just try that. I went a whole year. I went a whole year. Didn't even bother me personally. Now, can it? Can that? Does that have the the possibility? Can you possibly get fucked up because of that? I I don't know. You can get fucked up by doing a lot of things. But I'm just saying, you got to take a long time off. So really, do consider that, and then. Look into it. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So essentially, try to break this down. Stop dating for about a year, and focus on interests and hobbies, and going on adventures, and learning some very difficult traits. You know, some very difficult, like um, coding, not coding. You know, martial arts, strong ones, Muay Thai, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, stuff like that. Stuff that will humble you. Something that will take the alpha out of you. You ever notice how a lot of these mixed martial arts fighters? I mean, some of the best in the business are super, super humble when you talk to them. They're very nice. They're not. They're non-aggressive. It's because they know that they can kill you in a matter of seconds. So it's already been beaten out of them, so they're calm. So just consider that, okay? But definitely consider taking a long time off from dating. And focus on your health and wellness, too. Work out a lot. That might take some of that alpha out of you. Being an alpha is different. Being an alpha is about confidence in your ability to achieve whatever you want to achieve. But now you're questioning it, which means you're not an alpha. So just take all that information, pierce it out however you see fit, and make a decision. But you've got to take that time off. Otherwise, what the fuck's the point in being an alpha if you don't have a domain to be king of? You can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. Or if you just want to be my friend on there and ask me questions, facebook.com slash positive sarcasm. TikTok. TikTok at positive sarcasm. YouTube positive sarcasm. Positive sarcasm podcast. Thank you to the people who want to pose the music this week. Positive sarcasm.com slash posing music. Go ahead and look it up. Questions, comments, concerns, guests of the podcast, coffee sippers, casting couch, positive sarcasm at outlook.com. Support this podcast any way, shape, or form. PositiveSarcasm.com slash donate. Please support this channel. Subscribe, share, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podcast Addict, Spotify, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Podcast Addict, all of them. 
Download it, subscribe, stream, share. Fucking blow it up. All of it. But most importantly, support. Financial support. Until then, thank you for listening, watching, subscribing. I will talk to you all on Sunday. Recorded here at the Spare Parts Studio. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation. Positive sarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. 
Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.